What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of On the Power Play. It's me, your boy, Brian, always joined by my fantastic co-hosts, Adam and Matt. We do have a special guest. We'll get into that later, though, because it's episode 60, episode Jose Theodore. He owns Ooh. the number 60. His 16-year career had its ups and downs, but his performance in 2001-2002 would probably lock up his spot by itself. Theodore finished the season with a 931 save percentage, earning him the Hart and Vesna trophies. Episodes, uh, <laughs> Jose, not Jose, Jose Theodore. What's up, everybody? Welcome to On the Power Play. We have a special guest uh, from our Southside Production Network from Take a Pitch. It's Matt Slutsker. What's up, boys? What's up? Um, now, for those of you that don't know, most of the uh, the, the Southside Productions network, uh, you know, mostly from New York. Um, so we got New York fans. Max being a Rangers fan. Um, interesting Only choice. I figured he's a Mets fan. He might stay with the blue and the orange, but I digress. Um, yeah, you know what? Actually, I want to get into that. Where? Where? <laughs> <laughs> you want to get to that huh? okay I'll tell you very because you're you're from the island i am yeah. and there's there's a team and billy's the island fan, by the way it's billy's an islander fan oh yeah i know but so so but, this gets fun what so, happened okay. what what happened to who what hurt happened? you in your Keep life in mind, <laughs> that you ended mind. this way rick di pietro yeah right that's i guess part of it that's <laughs> oh huge shit. part of it realizing <laughs> you know what hang on hang on i'll get into this okay so, I grew up a Mets fan, mm-hmm. a Jets fan, and a Knicks mm-hmm. fan. At what point do I want to actually have happiness? I cannot be an Islander. That's a real wholehearted, honest question you're asking yourself. So, 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 hang on. If I want to be the wrong happy, I, I can't be an Islander fan. Now, the other answer is that my friend Doug uh, got me into hockey. Doug. He was a big Rangers fan. Um, and so he got me into hockey when we were Damn it, Doug. probably right around the, the lockout, actually. By the way, fuck lockouts. Officially despise all lockouts. <laughs> Come in from mean, the baseball um, guy. Welcome, not, baseball welcome to the crew. I'm I don't not like lockouts. a sports guy, but I could have told and, and, and if baseball gets a suck. shootout because of this lockout, I'll kill myself. Ooh. I, um, I, no, that's, that's what. Uh, so Doug got me into hockey, and he was a big Rangers fan. So I became a Rangers fan pretty much because of Doug. Um, so thanks to Doug for bringing Shout me some sort of happiness in Damn my Doug. lifetime, my sports fandom, because let's be real. My other choices have not been any good. Um, so yeah, that plus the fact that I like watching a good goaltender play and so, well, sorry, an elite, sorry, best goaltender in New York history play rather than Rick DiPietro. Well, mm, see, that's, that's still, that's still a tough moniker. Cause you know, there's Mike Richter. Um, there's uh, John Van Beesbrook. Yeah, Van Beesbrook. Van, Be- d- Van I mean, Beesbrook he's, was very underrated. I will say that overall, he's, he's one of many. If you really think about it, he, I, I think he's the one though. Because let's be real, Rangers all-time leader in wins, shutouts, uh, most wins from a European-born goaltender. This guy, first of all, and he was handsome as fuck. Oh God! I mean, you want you want to talk about the man rocket of all man rockets the right. term man rocket look, would not exist exactly as we sit here today without that man his whole career he looked yeah it like, sucks think, think I'm wearing Dude, a mask. you know what <laughs> and, and and i'll get into it a little later when we talk about it because there was a comment 
the other night that you know you guys will definitely appreciate um but and it can be heard on tv by the way um but yeah no i'd rather watch elite goaltending than rick di pietro by the way same draft yeah that does blow my mind that it was the same seven rounds that happened same draft oh yeah it hurts it hurts i like the number 30 anyway yeah, I respect the seventh round pick, you know. <clears throat> seventh round pick from Sweden and absolutely I'll take a seventh round pick over pick no. number one ninety nine. Fuck Tom Brady. <laughs> man, really I just go, go Brian while he's down. A seventh wow. round pick I got I got Brian good on that from one. Sweden as a goaltender. I mean, you can't get more no name than that. And then he didn't come become, over for another three years. Yeah, and to become, you know, what king was of two thousand draft. By the yes, way, 2000, 2000 draft had a lot of good players. And you think about it, the nickname King of New York, you would just think like, oh, that goes to like Eli Manning when, you know, two-time Super Bowl champion. Goes New to Jersey. like, you know, well, well yeah, it is in New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. You think of like, oh, no. Uh, like Derek, never Derek Jeter. You, you Derek Jeter. Yeah, Jeter. Jeter. Right. More Jeter. Like, let's be real here. Yeah. But uh, like, like David a Wright, even. Swedish-born now you're, now you're, you know. Yeah, you're reaching. You're reaching now. You're now you're reaching. You're hey, hey, your he was baby. called Captain America for a reason. No, he's Shut the king of flushing. He is the king. He will of have flushing. a better Hall Congrats. of Fame case than Jimmy Rollins, and we will not no, get into that this episode. Stop it. Get not out of this here. podcast. Get, get out, out of here. my podcast. Hey, you, you want me? You want me and Matt to go to bat for J Roll? You bring us on. You know what? Right? You know what? We oh. record at nine thirty. Be there. Yeah, no, that's that's too that's too late, buddy. I, I have I have a bedtime. Um, well, let's get into it here. Let's get into let's get into the uh, the advanced stats as I like to do. So, Henrik Lundqvist, all time, my king. I, I've I've been staring at this stat and I I still can't believe it. A nine eighteen save percentage in a fifteen year NHL career. Just to have a nine hundred save percentage at the end of your career is pretty impressive. To have a nine eighteen is Far more impressive than can I one up you pretty on much. One? What was that? Can I one up you on that one? Okay. How about his, his career save percentage in game sevens? That I don't have pulled up, but 961, I believe. Holy hell. On top of that, game sevens, by the way. On top of that, he's got a career 243 goals against. He led the league in shutouts twice. He led the league in um, goalie point shares. It's a it's a stat that is uh, it estimates how many points a goalie can contribute by his play. Uh, led the league twice in that category, and for eleven of his fifteen <laughs> his fifteen seasons, he was in double digits for that category. Um, and and that's pretty damn good to me. For all 15 years of his NHL career, he had an above 900 save percentage. Even when he had down years, his lowest save percentage was a 905. And that was when he was 37. And he's a 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Like, like, did I debate him on my elevator list? I thought about it. I thought about it. (laughs) I've debated. But... (laughs) But when it comes to Henrik Lundqvist, we did bring up two other very famous New York Rangers goaltenders. 
Let's do a side-by-side comparison, shall we? Let's let's go with Mike Richter first. I mean, you who, also didn't even mention Eddie Jockman. I we didn't, but we we went for the big names here. Um, well, Mike Mike Richter, fourteen-year NHL career, also all with the Rangers. He had a nine oh four career save percentage, so a bit less, but still in the nines, and had a career two eight nine goals against. Um, categories where he led the league. He led the league in. Um, Wins in 1993, led the league in um, goals against in uh, 1997. That is a category that Henrik Lundqvist never led in. Um, So when you look at it statistically, yes, he is better than Mike Richter. Let's move forward to John Van Beesbrook, who spent 11 seasons with the New York Rangers, uh, collecting an 890 save percentage. That's a bit more normal for a career like that. Uh, A 345 goals against. And in that time, only led in wins in 1985. The only other category he led um, uh, was when he was with Florida and when he was with Philadelphia. Um, So all in all, what I said, and and I think what Matt agreed with at the the beginning of the show is, is relatively wrong. He is by far, statistically speaking, the best goaltender in New York Rangers history. So I, I I know what I said. (laughs) <laughs> I, I know what I said. Don't worry. Um, you actually had the beauty of being there for his Jersey retirement night in a game against the wild, which ended up having to be decided in overtime in no, just no, fabulous no, fashion. No, 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 no. Okay. Game gameplay aside, there was a ceremony Be- before we get to the ceremony. Oh boy! It's the only time I've seen Rangers fans throw beer bottles on the ice. That's the only time. Only I've time. Seen. We're not like Islanders. Fans. Oh, that you've seen. Wins. That I can remember seeing Rangers fans throw beer bottles on the ice. Usually, it's a struggle. Rangers fans that train their problem. No, I've never seen that like this. Hmm. From the the emotions from <clears throat> pregame and and all that and everything, saw that crowd. Zook coming back, which was wild to begin with. Every time he flashed on the screen, it was Zook. Even if Henrik was mid mid speech, even when he scored, yeah, right. I was, from Henrik, I, I was actually <laughs> not even in my seat for that. I was that the team score store trying to get this shirt because they had sold out of it in every every stand I went. They said, well, "Yeah, wait fifteen minutes. Uh, they'll be back." I'm like, minutes. "Do they have any fat boy sizes?" <laughs> they got they got sizes for the big boys, huh? She's like two X. I'm like, the- you know it. She goes, no. I'm like, fuck. Like, yeah. I hate to see it. Got myself an XL. <laughs> she had to play with you like that. She was like two X. Was like, no, no, we don't have that either. Uh, get fucked. So <laughs> goal. Lose some weight, you fat ass. So let like <laughs> after the <laughs> you missed the zoop goal. Um, what give us give us an idea of what the the ceremony was like. Okay, so so it was really cool actually because they had, they gave us the the wristbands that light up and everything, and I actually have mine downstairs still. So. Um, we all got the the Lundquist banner, the little mini ones that we hang up at home. Hell yeah! I thought about grabbing a couple a couple more for you guys, but you know, what makes you, know you think I want one? Oh, I would have right. rocked it. You kidding me? Right? Oh, I, yeah, I know, Brian, I know, Brian, you would have loved it. You were right. I don't know. I have no place. Different to the Rangers. I have no place to put that thing. 
It's about respect. Hey, that flashing light right behind you. It's about respect and maturity. And respect. It's about the respect that you give them. Yeah, that crap out here. It's about hey. the respect. <laughs> It was, it was an incredibly well-done <laughs> uh, Richter started off basically saying how Henrik was the best goalie in Ranger history. Um, then the legend Sam Rosen was, was the MC for the ceremonies. Right. Uh, Kevin Weeks spoke a little bit and made a joke about how he's the only person in the arena who would need a sweat rag. And that's because he was the child of Caribbean parents was his joke. <laughs> um, Weeks, damn, <laughs> even though he's the guy that Hank replaced, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. You, you want to hear the wildest thing is that the old, the first Ranger game I went to, Kevin Weeks was the goalie. I never saw Hank play live, every I game I went Kev- to, the backup was playing. I oh, never saw Kevin pain. play live. I <clears throat> Kevin would always be the dude sitting on the bench every oh, time yeah. he was the goalie, the goalie for just sitting there, <laughs> he just sat there. Rangers, Rangers Hurricanes, yep. But uh, yeah. no, it was it was a great ceremony. The Rangers gave him some gifts because you know Henrik and his style. They gave him a nice Louis Vuitton trunk, to which I'm pretty sure his wife said, "Where the hell are we gonna put this?" Oh, um, guaranteed. Oh, dude, it was massive. Right in your family room. Get they, had John, they had John McEnroe come out, give Henrik a guitar, which was hand painted by his mask artist in Sweden. Dude, the guitar looks sick. I'll have to, I'll have to find a picture for you. Yes. Well, most of his masks are sick. The TV. Yeah, no, dude, the, the guitar was sick, Henrik. When I saw it on TV, it looked like, it looked really nice. Yeah, dude, it was like that guitar should be in a, a Hall of Fame kind of thing. Which, sidebar, I want to say a, a massive F you to ESPN, NHL, and anything in, regarding blackouts, because that is the stupidest thing in the world yeah i mean sports and blackouts is uh i get as old as time but f you <laughs> yeah it's I think people have been saying that a lot about espn this year I, because the blackouts are, are egregious yeah the blackouts are just and, and Ex- same thing with baseball too explain to me how i living in Strasbourg, cannot watch a rangers game but i can watch the islanders on espn Oh, that's because they don't like you and they want to torture you. I mean, listen, my my the, the, the picture of the guitar are from the, the island, so I mean, I don't care. I have some allegiance to the Islanders, but like, if you're gonna block one New York team, at least block the other. Right. Ooh, that is a nice guitar, right? It's a gorgeous guitar. Hot damn! Um, so John McEnroe came out, gave him that, and uh, the alternate captains gave him wine, and uh, it was funny because they gave him more, wine. No, like three bottles. Yeah, he's. So after every big wine guy shut out, he would do like the the after every Henrik shut out, he would do like a like a wine thing in the locker room. So it's from that. The funniest part was like Barclay Goodrow is an alternate captain. Never is played he? with Hank. Never played with no, Hank. No, so I was gonna say. So now, now, now they have all these alternate captains out. Yeah, you know, he's hugging all of them, and all of a sudden you see him go up to Goodrow. Hey, how you doing, man? And just the most brief encounter. I am. It's a badge ad giving him a big, a big hug. Panarin, Kreider, you know, all this. That's a good road. It's like, what's up? Somebody <laughs> in I mean, well, how else are you supposed to react, you know? Yeah. No, no. Why does he have an A? They're sitting, the Rangers have six alternate captains because they can't decide on one captain, even though it should be Chris Kreider or Adam Fox. Um, Crides. Um, well, it sounds like the ceremony. Season. It was a great it, ceremony. Um, yeah. 
Hank, you missed one gift, by the way. Oh, yes, I did miss the one gift, which was the the coolest one of all. The Rangers equipment manager saved every saved the puck from every Henrik Lundqvist shutout and put it in a nice frame and presented it to him. That was Hank got emotional about that one. Oh, that's that, cool. Oh, well, yeah. that and I heard him talking about it during one of the intermissions. Apparently, I think um, the equipment manager has been going through something. And I don't know if he's got uh, some illness or something. But apparently they hadn't seen each other in a while. Oh, really? From what I can remember from hearing it on the, uh, I think it was the first intermission interview he did. It was that or it was like right after the ceremony, one of the two. Like they hadn't, like they've kept in touch, but they hadn't like seen each other. Yeah, he's been the head equipment manager for, for throughout Lundqvist's career actually too, which is So I, I, apparently he was dealing with something, so they hadn't really like heard from each other in a while. And that, that, makes, that means more, that yeah. added more, more to it. Um, that would be like, 64 pucks. Uh, that's a lot of pucks. That's a lot of pucks. 70, 70, including playoffs. Oh, including playoffs. I don't have oh, yeah, playoffs every, numbers yeah. here. That's um, a big frame. Yo, it was massive. So, Henrik's trying to give a speech. Now, Rangers fans, being Rangers fans, were all yelling and this and that. And one guy was like, you're absolutely gorgeous, Henrik. And I'm like, you're not wrong. That's a fact. Then Henrik stops his speech real quick to obviously gather his thoughts or whatever. And all of a sudden you hear one lady yell out, fuck me, Hank. Yeah. To which yeah. I look at my friend. I'm like, did, did she just? Yep. Yeah, okay. After, after a couple minutes, I go, you know, we're all thinking it. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> you, want, you want to know what? She's not wrong. She's like, not wrong. There are very few men who make me question my sexuality. Henrik Lundqvist would be one of them. The man is gorgeous. He's a beautiful man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely I mean, he is the, when you think of like goaltender man rockets, he is yeah. the guy for me. So all in all, uh, well, really well done ceremony. The best part was that when he mentioned James Dolan and Glenn Saylor, booze all around, drowned him out in booze. <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's no, that's kind of that's kind of rude during <laughs> speech. Yeah, you, you, you <laughs> give hell to the owner and the guy who owns the building we're currently in. <laughs> oh, I would, probably, I would, boo, I'd boo the ha- owner. Wait, of the he Flyers, also owns but... probably half the crowd's cable services. Yeah, oh, probably. Um, Everyone home and had no cable. <laughs> And then the guy who literally brought Henrik over and gave him an extension and kept him a ranger for life. Still boom. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Boom. That makes a lot of sense. But the um, last thing I'll say about the ceremony is the one thing that Henrik kept saying was with his heart, with a heart issue about him going to the Cavs is that, you know, the heart really didn't want him to be anywhere but New York. And that kept, you know, getting, getting me a little. God you know, damn. That one yeah, hurts. Dude. That yeah, one, that God, one hurts it, the soul. Right. That, like, yeah. That that's a heartbreaker right there, literally. Yeah, oh, dude, literally it, was, it happened. It was, yeah. <clears throat> you know what? For a guy from Sweden, you know, he's always had great English abilities, but he's, you know, he he had a way with words, and I definitely up a little. Get away with words. Did he yeah. swoon you? Were you swooned? Absolutely. I cannot confirm nor deny this. This this. Ah, don't lie to us. Don't were lie to us. Were you smitten? Were you possibly? Were you possibly smitten? It was more along the fact I was nostalgic. About you know, oh, the fact yeah. that my childhood literally is ending right in front of my eyes. No, 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 no. That's just childhood ending and uh, adulthood beginning. That's all the more reason to cry. Yeah, no, I, yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. 
That's like yep. for you guys uh, when Claude Giroux retires. Or um, well, he's not retiring. He's just gonna leave. That's what he's gonna do. But uh, well, that might also true. But you know, the, well, that, I mean, that's a story for a different time. We've talked about that plenty. Yeah. But uh, the the ceremony sounded it sounds incredible. Amazing. Uh, it w- must have been just so awesome to be at. And paid five hundred bucks for my seats for my four by one ticket. Damn. That's that was te- that was ten minutes after they announced that. Holy hell. Um, but, you know, Henrik Lundqvist, absolute shout out again to an illustrious career and will be most certainly a Hall of Famer and will be remembered in New York and throughout the NHL for how truly incredible of a person and player he was. So that is awesome for Henrik and awesome for the Rangers to do. Very happy that happened. Um, but while we're on the topic of goaltenders, let's let's get into some recent goaltender news. That has gotten me a bit flustered. I'm a bit perturbed in a way. Um, So Sabres goaltender Aaron Dell got suspended for three games for what was considered an interference after doing a little booty bump check to Senators forward Drake Batherson. Now, granted, Batherson is, is going to miss several weeks for being injured, sure. But, but for those of you that have not seen the hit, I implore you to go to your nearest Twitter and look it up because he had literally just touched the puck and you're going to call that interference because a goaltender made contact? Was he injured because of the hit? Yeah, it was how he went into the boards. He never... Uh, I keep watching this I mean, he just dumps the puck. He never touched that puck. That Iowa Senators player never touched that puck. Never did. Yeah, that's interference. Clear cut interference. I mean, you could say like he okay. probably should have got suspended for However. an interference call, but that's clear cut interference. That but is it a three game never... suspension? I mean, we've talked many times. For a little nudge? Uh in a player. I think a the injury and b this isn't the first time he's done something like this. He did it to Mark Stone, I think, the season prior. Or no, when he was still a shark, I think he did it, and it was like almost one for one the same thing. Yeah, he 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 has had a history of doing this before. That I did know. Um, and also looking at that looks very intentional. Oh yeah, oh, it most certainly was. He didn't try to hide it. No, he's also. It also looks like he's leading with his elbow, at least in. This one, and definitely in the, the Mark Stone clip I saw, he's, like, leading with the elbow. It, I mean, I think the – to me, I think the suspension came on the – I don't think he led with the elbow as much as he lifted the elbow. Maybe. To, to pretty much kind of uh, get him off his skates and off kilter. Now, it's just – for me, it feels like the three-game suspension was unnecessary. Maybe a fine. I get a fine. But a three-game suspension for something like that just kind of seems like we've seen so many things happen this year that probably should have been suspensions and weren't. And this is what you're going to use a three-gamer on? Can I, can I beat the dead horse real quick? Oh, yeah. Be I get three games and Tom Wilson doesn't get anything. Thank you. Year. Thank you. Like I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know if it's beating a dead horse at this point. No, because it's just it's it's so proven that the 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 player safety is led by a goon and will protect goons. 
but wouldn't Dell in this case be considered a goon? I mean, not necessarily. Just having like a like a small track record of these things as a goalie, I don't think makes well, you a every, goon. Every every one of Adam's text complaints about Sharks goaltending, it, which has included Dell over the past few years, makes me think he's not good at what he he's supposed to do. So therefore, he would be a goon. Uh, no, because he never did this to my recollection. <laughs> a shark. Well, <laughs> except well, for the one time that I apparently yeah, missed. But he also never stopped the puck as a shark either. Yeah, oh that yeah, is, that that's true. why I hate him. Therefore, he's not good at his job, but he can hit people. Therefore, a goon. Therefore, well, he's hold a on, winger, goons are hired for the hitting, so they are doing what they're supposed to do. Well, he, so that's he, he's uh, a goaltender well. in Buffalo. He's not hired for a goaltending. Well, nobody in Buffalo is hired to play hockey. They're well, no, hired. exactly. <laughs> Here's the problem. I'm pretty sure they hired him for his goaltending because they have no goaltenders and no other real goaltender would go there. Well, they you have know, Malcolm Subban. All, I'm actually the, kind of excited to see Malcolm Subban, but you know, all the, why, all was, the why wasn't he the backup? I think this is before. No, I think Malcolm Subban's on COVID protocol. If I'm if, not. If you look at their injury Ooh. report, they have like three or four goaltenders that are like not available to play. At Who do all. they have? Look it up. I'm looking it up right now. I, I they don't have anybody. Yeah, it looks like he's not returning this season with an upper body injury. And that was two weeks they ago. Have, have you guys according ever addressed to Cat that facet of hockey? By the way, what was that? Have you guys ever addressed that facet of hockey? I don't remember if you guys have the fact what? that injuries are described as upper body and lower body. There's really no fucking specifics. Oh, oh yeah. No. yeah. I mean, that's also at this point beating a dead horse for, for most hockey fans. We know that they're never going to tell us what it is. They're just going to say it's an upper body or a lower body, and we're going to find out by some reporter on Twitter. And it's just a process that we're going to go through every single time, and it's going to be painful, and you wish that they would be a bit more transparent, but they won't. So, hey, what are you going to do? This um, is one of those things because Adam Fox out with an upper body injury. We're like, what the hell happened? Yeah, like because an upper body injury can range anywhere from like a, a bruised rib to like a broken collarbone. Okay, those are two. Didn't he? Or am I? Didn't Adam Fox block a puck with his face? Isn't that what happened? Or am I confusing my players? Knowing Adam Fox is possible. Because I, th- I thought that's what I, I heard. And because, you know, face is considered the upper part of your bo- body. Well, that's what I'm saying. I thought we stopped the neck of that. I do, f- I do find the, regardless. I do find the obvious injuries. Like if you watch the playback, you know what's injured. I do love when they announce those as upper body injuries or lower body injuries because you're like, well, we know that's what an it is. <laughs> <laughs> that that's an ankle. His his face is broken. We 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 got that. Okay, <laughs> you can tell us. We we promise. We we won't tell anybody. <laughs> like, what, what do they think we're gonna do? Um, but so I want to get you guys upper body or lower body. I want to get you guys as honest. I believe that's a mid body. Okay. Yeah. A mid body. I want to get you guys honest opinion on if you think three game suspension was a, a valid course of action by the player safety committee for, for this hit. I thought you guys, I thought you should have got suspended. Definitely. But, saw, but three games. Know, I mean, you can make that debate for sure. I mean, I don't think it was deserved three games, but, you know, these goaltenders, when they get an advantage and if they take advantage of a player that's not expecting it, they can do some damage on them and kind of send a message. Well, message sent, I, 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 would, I would guess. Um, but, uh, but this Adam, is how about also you? Aaron Dell, and he's also, you know, tried <laughs> to do this before, so. Yeah, he's a bit of a chippy goaltender, which, you know, I can yeah. appreciate, but uh, 
he did end up injuring a player. So there is that. Uh, Adam, how about you? Do you think three games was um, was worthy here? If the league is trying to send a message, which it clearly seems like they are, yes. Because, I mean, they, they clearly don't want goaltenders doing this. When, I mean, the president has said that a player can't touch a goalie. Like, you, you sneeze on a goalie, you're going to get swarmed almost immediately. But if a goalie can turn around and do this to you and, you know, have no real repercussions, it doesn't really equate. So if the league is trying to do away with that, I think it's a pretty fair message to send. Um, and as a repeat offender, too, it just kind of all compounds on itself. Right. Yeah. And maybe it is because of the repeat offender thing that he ended up getting the three games. But, you know, to me, it's like when you have, as Max referenced, the goons just going around, obvious repeat offenders, not getting suspended for some of their goonery that should be suspendable. Um this this suspension doesn't make sense to me, Max. What about you? Do you think do you think three games is is a, a valid? I, I appreciate first of all, I appreciate the word goonery. You're welcome. Um, big fan. <laughs> um, That's the name of the episode. <laughs> goonery, if you will. <laughs> or go or, or, or oh jeez, my, my computer made a noise. Um, I would say three games <clears throat> is is a tough one to really kind of say. Okay, that's fine because. Again, the precedent has been set at least recently with Tom Wilson, who is King Goon um, and a piece of shit, frankly. Correct, yes. Um, who can throw a defenseless player onto his back and get no repercussions, whereas Dell kind of, well, he, he purposely elbowed him, but it was actually an in uh, during the play. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tough because of the precedent. I would say, was there, is there a fine attached to the suspension or no? Uh, I did not see a fine attached. I just saw. I did games. not either. I mean, if you want to be technical, uh, he was placed on waivers shortly thereafter. So damage done. We're the, good. The, yeah, the, the fine was him <laughs> losing his job. Um, no, you know what? You know what? That that's fine. Yeah. I mean, okay, okay. I guess we just have some differing opinions. I just think that three games, if you're trying to set a precedence for these things, that's fine. But like, why are we starting now? And why are you starting on a Buffalo Sabres goaltender? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's, if you're going to start these things, make well, you it can't flashy. Do it to a, you can't do it to a star. That's, that, that deserves the league. Oh, like yes. It, that what makes the league look flashy. Think, look you, bad. You, you think they're going to suspend? Jordan Bennington for merely decapitating a man? No! Well, if you're going to start with a goalie, he's a real good one to start with. Yeah, yeah, he is. I still like him, but... Um, <laughs> he's, 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 fun. he's fun to watch. Um, let's move Ryan, forward what do you, what do you here. Mean by uh, make a splash, though? What was that? What do you mean by make a splash? Like, if you're going to make a, like, a statement on precedences that you cannot hit a defenseless player um, where they end up getting injured. You know, if we're going to make a precedence on that, use it on a Tom Wilson situation or use it on, and I'm in, I know Ryan Reeves isn't usually the cheap shot kind of guy, but like, like a Ryan Reeves or a Brad Marchand, use it on a player like that where the name is known and the, the player safety committee can be like, look, this is not happening anymore. I don't care who you are. Don't do it on a Buffalo Sabres goaltender. You know, if you're going to start setting the precedence, why now and why that hit and not ones that have happened throughout the years, you know? And just to play devil's advocate, you said, I don't care who you, who you are, so why not start with the Buffalo Sabres goalie? 
because they don't care who you are. I guess no that, you are anyway. that is true. That is true. <laughs> uh, you make you make a great point. This is a very valid argument. <laughs> I, 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 but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, let's move forward here. Uh, Adam brought to our attention in our little group chat that he had some Florida Panthers news to share with us as they're currently in the second period in a 2-2 tie with the New York Rangers. Fun fact. Um, not only the Florida Panthers, who are one of the hottest teams in the league, not just the Florida Panthers, who happen to have broken the record for most goals in a month, but we got something splashy from Adam. What do you got? I don't know if splashy is the right word. Now, now this is going to fall flat because it's been overhyped. But uh, no, I saw a, a very interesting tweet from Harmon Dayal. I apologize if I mispronounced your name. But it's involving four players and their point totals and how much they're being paid by the Florida Panthers. So I'll start, and I want you guys to guess how much these players are actually getting paid and what their uh, penalty against the cap is. So we'll start with Mr. Carter Verhege. Was thirty-seven points in forty-five games played. Oh, he, he's is this his rookie year? Or is this his second year? I he's do not know. Contract, right? Yeah. Uh, so would he be on his rookie contract? Because then you know that I believe he is, but he did get an extension, which okay, is so self kind of interesting. So with the extension, I'm gonna say two. He's making two. With the extension, okay. With the extension, Maxi. Gonna shoot under one. Okay, uh, Mr. Fish. Let's say one point eight. So Verhage is making, not counting the extension, um, just based on the tweet. He's currently making a million dollars. Seven points with the extension oh next season. He's making four point one. So next year it's a, a hell of a pay raise. That's a that's quite the pay raise. Good for him. And it, it's get your apparently pay. warranted. Uh, moving on, Anthony Duclair, who's had a storied history within the league, likes to bounce around a lot. 34 points in 38 games played. Uh, how, how are we feeling about this boy's contract? Start I'm going to say, I'm going to oh, say, so uh, Bing. I'm 275. Okay. No, Max is. No, no I, I don't like that name. He was a Ranger and part of the Derek Stepan trade, and now he's actually having success when he looked like <laughs> now the problem is is he didn't use um, him right that's the issue that's true we had av as a coach you know how that feels that's a good point uh, i'm gonna say he's making in florida i know he they did sign into a deal 1.4 okay and fish solid two two wow thank bing what did you say four two seven five two seven five you were the closest he's making an even three mil Ooh, I was I was tight on that. I was tight on that. That is still so cheap for that point production. I exactly just I those two guys really alone cheap. with how they've been playing this year. That's four million dollars for a first line worth of points. Yeah. Moving on, Sam Bennett, twenty-one goals, thirty points in thirty-six games played. He has twenty-one goals. This man has twenty-one goals. In still the mustache games played. I believe. Yeah, did he keep the musty? I hope. I so. don't know. Actually, I haven't seen him recently. I hope so. But uh, what is Mister Bennett making? He did not keep the mustache. That's actually really depressing. Uh, um, I hope. I hope that. I'll guess um, three point three. Three point three for fish. four and a half. He was he a, he was a free agent last year, right? Or was this this year? Uh, I think he was a trade. Yeah, that was. That was I know trade. it was a trade, but was he was it an expiring contract? Because I remember that was part of that. The, the I issue at don't. Some point. 
remember. Oh, yeah, I think he might have been because I vaguely remember. Yeah, I do like the Flames too. Um, that's amazing how I knew that. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go Sam Bennett 2. Point... Actually, 1.8. No, 2.6. Jesus, you guys are way under. Man's making, I think Bing was again close, 4.425 mil. Oh, but I went over. You did go over. but Damn it. I said four and a half. The price is right rules, Max. This matters. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But that's still. Just keep a point total. Just the season. That is intensely cheap for a 21 goal player. At the midway mark. And the one that I think is going to pay off the craziest, Mason Marchman, who is, I believe, this month's Rookie of the Month, if not Rookie of the Week, one of the two. 23 points. Exactly. 23 points in 21 games played. No rookie contract. Yeah, he's on his rookie deal, isn't he? Yes, he is. This is actually the last year of that deal. So then 925. Actually, no, it's not even an ELC. So, no, it's just a random deal. Interesting. Brian said that so confidently. Yeah, so it's 925. Duh. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that, that, that's, yeah. the, that's the rookie contract number. Huh. Okay. So he's so he's on a deal. In that case, if I'm it, gonna say I'm gonna say 1.2. Okay. If it 1. helps, 2. he's he's 26 years old. I'm still According- going 1.2. All right. Uh we'll go Max. So, wait, what'd you say, Fish? I didn't say uh, anything. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm gonna go. He's 26. I don't. I'm gonna uh, go a deal. I'm gonna go 925. Fuck it. 925. Okay. Going right for it. Let's go. Let's go. Fishy boy over here thinking hard. 1.4. Like it's it's a rookie deal, so it has to be like a mil and a half. I go 1.4. This young rookie is making 800K. Oh my God. 800K <laughs> for over a point oh per game. If you're going to sit here and tell me the Florida Panthers aren't winning the cup this year, I'm going to throw you out the window. What the hell are they doing? Even if they don't win, even if they don't win the cup, this has to be like as far, like if we can go by the end of the year. Um, they're definitely going to be up there. They might not have the most points in the league, but they're going to be damn near close. They have to have the cheapest payroll with that kind of output maybe ever. The most expensive player in general, like across all, all sides of the ice. Is Ekblad? No. Sergey Bobrovsky making 10 mil. Right. I forgot about Bob's. If we're making 10? He's making 10. Yeah, they, they, overpaid, they overpaid Bob. But um, um, If we want to talk skaters, it is Ekblad who's making seven and a half. God, I'm good. Um, Barkov at that. Barkov. Is... Oh, Barkov is about to get paid, paid, but I don't think oh, yeah. his contract's after, up yet. After this season, he's bumping up to ten. Okay. But that's ten. Uh, yeah, they're, they're paying him ten. I think it's a. I want to say it was a eight by ten. No, an eight by something else. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> Someone's not happy about this Barkov. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, we said Bark. That's why. Luca, Luca uh, is not happy about the Barkov deal at all. <laughs> I, so I, I would put any payroll in the hands of that two-year-old dog, and uh, she, she, she is, uh, she is absolutely furious 
about the Barkov deal. What, what kind of dog is the question? Um, okay, so we haven't figured it out yet. So it, oh. she's, she's, <laughs> it's not she's, an all, she's an all-black dog. My okay. guess is, so I there's Lab in the face, but with the ears and the fur, there's Shepherd. So I'm guessing a Lab Shepherd mix. Uh, so a smart dog. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. If, if I couldn't trust Luca, the two-year-old dog, with the entire Philadelphia Flyers organization, I would. And, well, and, Bing, and, and we have news to you. Reverse higher there too. All Ooh, black yeah. dog diversity. Love that. Bing, coming to a Twitch stream near you, Luca the dog will be the GM of the Flyers. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, please, they might save us. Um, but <laughs> we'll we'll work out the contract later. Yeah, we'll, we'll work it out. Um, the only thing about the Florida Panthers is I really want to see. At the end of the year, I want to see if this is something, some stat that has been kept. This has to be the cheapest payroll for this kind of point production. It, it has to be, it at has least to up be. there. So, so here's how that's actually kept. And I actually did this for the base MLB teams uh, two years ago. It's basically uh, dollars per win. Okay. So Ooh. you basically divide the payroll by the wins. In this case, I guess since it's hockey, you could probably go by points. Yeah, so I guess it would be it would be like it's essentially how they did Moneyball, really. Yeah, um, and I think the Flyers are playing Moneyball. Oh, not the Flyers, the, the the Panthers are playing Moneyball here. Oh, I I, I don't know if they intended will. on it, but it's working out that way. Um, find. I don't I don't know if this was an intended Moneyball situation, but it's definitely how it's panning out. Oh yeah. Um. All right. Well, speaking fun, of the Florida fact, Panthers. There are plenty. They still have cap space. Oh Jesus! How do they still they have, have deals at like ten? They have eighty-eight thousand five hundred and forty dollars. So enough, they don't have cap space. Nothing to move your players up from the minors. Yeah, but I mean, even so, if they wanted to get somebody that's like on the market for cheap, like an Eric Stahl. Well, yeah, but then Eric Stahl couldn't play in the Olympics, Adam. I mean, listen, I'm not talking now. Run. <laughs> <laughs> Um, trade market <laughs> well speaking speaking of those florida panthers there are plenty on that roster who are going to be at the all-star game so let's get into some of the new unveiling uh events for the all-star game skills comp there are two here that they've unveiled that i'm super excited about um for those of you that are following along at home you can feel free to google them there are pictures and they're kind of cool but i will verbally describe them to you so the first one is called fountain face-off so it's going to be taking place at the iconic Bellagio Hotel Fountains. And so the players participating in the event will take a boat over to a rink that is set up inside the fountains and will attempt to shoot pucks into five different targets in the least amount of time. The catch here, though, is that the players will be attempting to hit the targets while also fighting off the spray of the fountains, which they are not going to turn off. Sounds fun. Sounds uh, like a really it's, wet time. It's, it's incredible. It's going to be a shit show. It's going to be great. I'm going to show uh, this picture to Max so he can get an um, idea how it's going to be set up. High risk of injury is rather high on this one. Okay, well, the it's going to be on the other side, other side of the, the water spraying. But, like, that, if there's wind, that water's going to be hitting them. Wait. It's coming so into play. In the center, so they're in the center and have yes. to hit all five targets meaning the goal I'm assuming I guess, and the four i'm assuming so yeah so i'm looking at the uh the um 
the kind of blueprint plan they have here. It's 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 if you Google it, the Hockey News has an article on it. So the 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 ice rink itself is all water. The only parts that are like ice is the center circle where they'll be standing, the face-off circles, which are targets, and a circle around what would be each net, which are targets. Can you there's also off the center circle? What was that? Can you imagine someone accidentally skates off the center circle? I'm hoping that doesn't happen, but man, would it be funny. What I'm going to assume, it's going to be like, have you seen the, um, oh, what, I can't remember the name of the, the game, but I think it's like a, the sauce puck setup where it's just like a little square, right. like yeah. synthetic ice. It's going to be that, like you're just going to be standing on not actual ice. Yeah, um, I think it's going to be synthetic ice. This is kind of what I think they did in, uh, with, uh, in St. Louis with where they were all on the platform yeah. kind of thing, right? Only also Because also remember, it's Las Vegas is going to be probably like 98 degrees oh yeah <laughs> but also if you look too i don't know they also have the four like dots within the center ice so you've got what three six seven eight nine ten targets they theoretically have to hit yeah but they got to hit five in uh also, in the least amount of time adam i'm looking at the picture you sent me it looks like they're gonna have like a a board like a the glass around the back end of the face-off circles you think, which means no uh, yeah. into the water, which is very upsetting. You think anybody's going to take a uh, dip into the fountain, like uh, I mean, if they, if they Ovi, when Ovi won the uh, Stanley Cup? If they beat the time, I'm sure someone will. Someone yeah, like will. if the last shooter beats the time and wins the event, if I'm that guy, I'm I'm taking a dive, I'm going right in. Oh, absolutely. Cause why not? Like if you're in that event, you're not in any of the other ones. You're pretty much done for the evening. Yeah. I think it would be funny. I think it would be, be even, even funnier if, like, the next week it's, like, this player out for a week with, uh, <laughs> with like, an elbow injury because like, like, they, they, they forgot to realize they forgot to realize the Bellagio fountain's only about two feet deep. <laughs> what, what is yeah, actually going to be? do, like, a trust fall into it. <laughs> it it's actually going to be, they're going to be out for a week with a fucking swimmer's ear. We're gonna label it. Up. <laughs> uh, you think swimmers are like weak and like swimmers' ears a big deal? These hockey players play through tough swimmers' ears. You know, nah, like, man. Here's, here's swimmers' ears are gonna knock them out for a month. Here's what makes this ten times better: if you had Olympic swimmers like just circling them from the center face like, like sharks, <laughs> and if if they like if they reach you, on top. if they reach you, you're done. Like you, you're no longer in the event. No, what they do, yep. what they do is they swim around with a goalie glove and they just reach out no. and catch the puck. Or they're just like some water teams. polo players like a, like doing a, that. River kind of thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're throwing snowballs. You got dudes like in McCovey Cove and like their uh, their kayaks, the kayaks chasing after pucks <laughs> that go into the water. Lost <laughs> twins coming at you. All right, number two, and this one is fascinating so this it's called I'm kind of interested i'm so interested in this it's called 21 in 22 okay so the event will take place right at the center of the action on the las vegas boulevard uh, strip so what's gonna happen is players will attempt to shoot pucks at a rack holding oversized playing cards with the goal being to make cards equal 21 without going bust in the shortest amount of time you know who should be here. in this in yes, this event? They're playing black. You know who should be in this event? Special guest. What? Evander Kane. 
Evander <laughs> Kane. I think they're trying nah. to keep him out of Vegas. I think they're trying to make sure he doesn't have an excuse to go. This man isn't banned from Vegas. I don't know what they're doing. That's true. That's true. But I, this fascinates me because if you look at the picture, just a massive board of oversized card cards. And they have to make 21 by shooting a puck at the card without I'm, going bust. I'm actually incredibly fascinated with this. Have That's going to be any so fun to watch. No, no they participants haven't. have yet to be announced. Well, with our luck, they'll announce them tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, they probably will. That happens a lot to us. Happens to us too, don't worry. Take All the time. Is, is criminally, criminally known for that happening. Yeah, it is intensely you, frustrating. I love you guys. I despise the name of this event. What is it? 21 and 22. Yeah, I, I think they could have just done like um, Slapjack or something like that. Slapjack, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, really. I, I like that. You're welcome, like, NHL. Man. You know what would be okay. really cool, though? One John Hockey weekend, League. Listen. If they had like carnival games, but like with hockey, like almost similar to what they're doing with the casino game here. Right. But like you know, I see the, what you're the, the basketball sh- shot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or, or the 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 ducks on, or the, the ducks on the board kind the of thing or the like you like the, you shoot thing. the water into the clown's mouth and the balloon goes up right yeah so like that they had carnival games and like the form of hockey well i really i really love the whole blackjack thing they're trying to do with like casinos and stuff like that i think that's like a really creative idea um do i think it's gonna go well i don't know i feel like this has so the bad. best shot of going well I think I don't the, know. I think the target thing has a shot of going well. I I, I have a bad feeling it's going to end up like the one in St. Louis. I, I have more concerns about, from the rafters about Vegas security trying to keep fans out of the Bellagio fountains trying to fetch pucks. Dude, I would try to, you know, like why not? Like, what's the worst week, that could you happen? Go back a week later and you're like, hmm, I wonder if there's any pucks left. Yeah, I wonder if there's any pucks left in there. Eh? So, uh, trip to Vegas, boys. Hey, trip Always. to Vegas to go fishing for Always. guys. I tried. I tried. <laughs> steal Mike Tyson's tiger. Let's go. Always. I was actually me. Me and my Fish. family were planning on going to uh, Florida when the All Star Game was supposed to be there last year, and then COVID. So I said, yeah. hey, "Let's go to." Oh, yes, yeah, so a tale as old as time, and then and COVID. yeah, yeah, and, hey. and they said, "No, we're not doing that. We'll wait till they're back in Florida." And I said, "Okay." Let, let me ask you something. No. Okay. <laughs> I, he said no i don't know what to tell you he said no he said no I, he said the man said no i don't know what i don't know what to say to you. um some more i don't think i've ever had anyone listen <laughs> some more exciting all-star Where did game I get this stuff week? though um so the uh first woman to play in the nhl in 1992 is going to make a reappearance at the nhl all-star game this year as manon Rium is going to be in net for the breakaway challenge. Wait, what was her That's name? That's awesome. Uh, Manon Rayum. Oh, it's the, she's French-Canadian, right? She's definitely French-Canadian, yes. I was going to ask if you could use it in a sentence, please. No. Um, <laughs> Can I get country of origin? It, I, think <laughs> my, I think my favorite bit is, is how old is she? She's, she's 49? 49. 49. 49 years old going against probably like some 18 to 20-year-olds who are going to be probably. probably trying the Michigan 
Well, Z- Trevor Zegers. So absolutely. Oh my God, Zegers is gonna do some banana lands type shit, and she's just gonna be standing there like I don't even know. I don't have the reaction yeah. time anymore for this. He he needs to hit the Superman at least once. Oh, he's gotta. Zegers I want is gonna it. Gonna go like through his legs over behind the back over the head kind of thing. This man's yeah, gonna, gonna do some wild stuff. Man's gonna do a backflip into a pirouette and then slap shot. Exactly. So he's going to on purpose hit the right post. It's going to go back to his stick. He's going to then on purpose hit the left post and come back to his stick. He's then going to on purpose hit the crossbar. It's going to go in the air off the top of her head where he's just going to tuck it home fivefold. And then Sonny Milano comes out of nowhere. And yeah, and then Sonny Milano just like appears, which may have been why. But he's going you're gonna just get the ducks there just for the skills competition. Get the get that entire ducks line of Troy Terry, um, Sonny Milano, and Trevor Zegers. Let's do it's it. Really like, oh no, yeah, that line is literally a what doesn't belong at Sonny Milano. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and even that's not true. It's actually good. Yeah, well, I mean, Sonny Milano has had his ups Dude and downs in the NHL, but he, he seems to have found his way. Who hasn't? Cool. Who yeah, hasn't? That's true. That's true. My friend Jason hasn't been banished yet. Ah, I was about to say, sorry, Jason. Sorry, Jason. It's going to be okay, buddy. We're here for you. Um, That's all I got for the NHL All-Star Game. So we're super excited to watch that. The All-Star Game is going to be the week uh, this weekend, actually, the fourth and the Friday, Friday and Saturday. So get excited about that. In some other cool hockey news, Willie O'Ree is going to uh, receive a congressional gold medal a month after his number 22 was retired by the Boston Bruins. Here's the official White House statement. Um, The Willie O'Ree Congressional Gold Medal Act, which provides for the award of a congressional gold medal to Willie O'Ree in recognition of his extraordinary contributions and commitment to hockey, inclusion, and recreational opportunity. Thank you to the Senators uh, Stabenow, Tim Scott, Schumer, and Casey, and Representatives Quigley, Presley, and Emmer for their leadership, signed President Joe Biden. So he is going to be receiving a congressional gold medal for being the first ever African-American NHL player. And I think that is super fucking make cool. make up the congressional gold medal just for him? Well, no. no I mean, when they well, do they congressional the medal gold freedom medals. For a lot yeah, of, like, I know they do the top medal athletes. Yeah. Yeah. When they, when they do uh, congressional gold medals, it does have to go into uh, paperwork. So they have to title it, like, an act or something of that work. Uh, because, yeah. you know, paperwork and the government. It has to happen. Um, but that's super cool that the United States government has done that. I think that is very nice. Um, is and, Willie O'Ree American? Uh, yes. Yes, okay. he is American, I believe. That would be yes. really funny if they just gave it to a Canadian. Yeah, no, he is it would, be, it would be such a U.S. government move to give it to a Canadian. It would be a huge U.S. government move to give it to a Canadian. <laughs> it, would be, it would just be so on brand. Yeah, It would be. Yeah. Um, another oh, cool awesome, hockey though. news thing uh, here. Uh, boys. Is it Canadian? He is, in fact, Canadian. No way. He is. <laughs> Let's go. The U.S. I... government strikes again. They Fred... came into a Canadian. Fredericton, <laughs> Canada. I don't know how you... I've never heard of this part of Canada before. I Apparently, say... there's a government. Yeah, they, they didn't Fredericton, even Canadian. Canada. Oh, man. That's, That's hysterical. Awesome. Um, also, we have... Um, the 360 Michigan kid, as is titled oh on YouTube, God. I believe his name is Cooper. Am I? Am I not mistaken? I believe so. Yes. Um, I the name enough. I believe it was Cooper. Yeah, you said that there was a story. 
to this? I'm trying to find. I thought I had the tweet pulled up, but um, from what I gathered, apparently this kid basically called his shot. He had been practicing this for, I don't know if it was weeks, a couple days. I'm trying to see. Okay, yeah, here it is. So um, the buck stocks here um, at BDDenny20 on Twitter uh, tweeted at um, Nasher and somebody else, uh, Pavel Barber, um, saying, quote, how about some love for my son Cooper? Obsessed with you both. He's practicing this so he can do it in front of the Nationwide Arena crowd on January 31st, 2022 at the first intermission and be uh, Sports Center top 10 that night. He tweeted that the beginning of the month, January 3rd. So this kid's been practicing <laughs> since the start of the year. And he goes out and pulls it off effortlessly. This thing well, he is pulled it perfect. off. Perfect. He pulled it off. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Top shelf you. too. Top cheddar. It was. Is, this, is that the video you sent, Adam? It might be. I'll resend it again just to make sure you, you see this. It, mag- abs- it is absolutely magical. This kid is going to be in the league at some point, like the other one. I, I actually, I think he's playing for the Islanders now. Is that Wallstrom? Is that is that Wallstrom? Um, there was there was there was a video I remember from like ages ago of a kid doing like a crazy move and everyone was like he's gonna be in the NHL one day and then he like showed up and was like that's the kid it's that's him. the guy hey do you oh, think do you fuck. think since the the Flyers are so bad at drafting that we could sign him now absolutely not sign a kid that goalie will I'd never rather that than draft what was that that goalie will never recover. No, that's emotional damage forever. Emotional damage. Emotional damage. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I he's can't not stop watching this. It's incredible, it's right? It's incredible. The ease that he gets it on his stick, I think, is what blows my mind the most. Like, I don't know if he used extra wax for this one or if he's just that good. And it's such uh, a humble celly, too. Yeah, right? Just like, just like you know, I've been I'd doing be this for a month I'd be losing my mind now. if I pulled that off. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I would retire. Yeah, that's that's the tip of the iceberg right there. I'm done. The link I just posted is of him uh, testing, I believe, the move and doing it also just as effortlessly. I, I can't stop watching this. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's banana lands. So um, shout out to Cooper. Uh, Cooper. We're all very, very jealous of you. And uh, hopefully you make it to the league one day and make one of us four very happy because <laughs> my God. that would be super cool. This um, also means two things. John Tortorella is fuming behind the scenes. Oh yeah, John Tortorella is about to claim that he ruined the game. And um, I had another train of thought and I completely lost it. Oh, uh, Trevor Zegers is going to uh, attempt this in the next couple days. It live during an NHL game. He's just going to oh, give absolutely. it a go. Because that's who he's Trevor Zegers is. He's just going to give these things. That's what he does. It is. It's just what he does. And, and you want to know what? I love it, and I love that John Torrella hates it. Um, <laughs> How do you think AV feels about it? I don't care. Who knows? Um, he, he was at Lundquist night, too, apparently. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care what AV thinks ever He was again. at Lundquist and actually got booed. Yeah, for good reason. Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to wrap up the pod here with a little uh, article that I found. It is Uh-oh. analyzing the best four NHL lines from the first half of the 2021-2022 season. Now, here's the fun bit. They kind of um, minimize themselves in a way 
to when they did this, they had to use a first, second, third, and fourth line. So hmm. let's start from the bottom up, shall we? We'll start with the fourth line. Um, I'll read a, a snippet here. Finding successful fourth line can be a challenge. Sometimes coaches prefer to rotate their 12th and 13th fours in the lineup or have too many fringe players to really lean into that trio. So minutes played and consistency generally can be a testament to their success. One combination that actually has it, a line of kids in Tampa Bay, Boris Kachauk, Ross Colton, and Taylor Radish. Uh, and I would have to agree. Uh, they've played almost 162 minutes together. Um and that's in the top 40 among all lines deployed this season. And they bring a lot of depth to that lightning team who, you know, for many years we've known for their depth, but these kids are all brand new. These aren't like the depth guys that, you know, Tampa has rolling out that are like, Oh, they're depth guys. Oh, right. They're top six forwards everywhere else. Just not here. No, no, no. These are actual kids who are performing at an incredible pace for a fourth line. And that just goes to show Tampa being Tampa, they're, they're a fourth line when they're doing what they're doing. Um, I don't have any of their statistics as a line, but just the 162 minutes played together should be enough news for anybody as to how well they're playing together in a fourth line role. I'm trying here's to my, find their my, individual stats. Here's my question, though, is... Right. Would they be top six anywhere else? <laughs> I think you could argue you know, that Tampa, I think... I think you could argue that Radish would probably be like a second liner. Again, a top, a top six guy. Yeah. But, yeah but, but not all three of them. Who is the third? I have, I found Kachuk. I found Radish. Who is the third? Um, Colton. That would be Ross Colton. Uh, okay. So individual sets go uh, as I see them in order. Ross Colton, nine goals, 11 assists in 42 games. Taylor Radish. Four goals, six assists in uh, for uh, 10 points in 41 games. Boris Ketchup, two goals, four assists, six points in 35 games. See, that's good enough for me right there. For a fourth that's line? Perfect. 36 points? Uh, let's see. Six, 16. Uh, yes, 36 points. Math, I am uh, math. Math, I am proud of Max. <laughs> Yeah, um, so that's 36 points from a fourth line. I don't know if they Never said I spoke there, but they're probably damn close. Um, so I would agree with that fourth line choice there from this uh, oh, yeah. that article. Um, let's move to the third line. The, I mean, third lines are, you know, not, you know, usually more successful, but they're definitely known for being a bit more successful than a fourth line. And this one, most certainly... Uh, which is the third line of the Florida Panthers with Mason Marchment, Anton Lundell, and Sam Reinhart. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, Sam Reinhart's on the third line. Excuse me? I, I said what I said. <laughs> One more time for the people in the back. So, Sam Reinhart is on the third line. So this what shouldn't count, the... right? This shouldn't count? No, he's literally on the third line. But he's like a first-line player. Yeah, yeah, they just put him on so, so, the third so line. I don't know why. Then, right? If, if, if you think um, like PEDs almost yeah uh, this line is controlling 73 percent of the expected oh goal God. share seeing as they create a lot of offense and don't allow their opponents to generate much um they're outperforming uh with 12 goals for when they're on the ice and not allowing a single one against excuse me 
What? Did you say they have a what? better goal? They have a 63.7% expected goal rate. All three players are in the top 10 of Florida's point totals. Yep. That's their third right. line. Reinhardt, 43 points, Wendell, 32, and Bennett, 30. Hey, 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 Adam, can we get the salaries of this third line real quick, too? Just oh, it's not, it's uh, not, it's not Bennett. It's uh, Marchman. Oh, Marchman, my fault. Mason oh, Marchman. One of them. So we have one. 23. Oh, my God. Dude. <laughs> 23 points. Oh, my gosh. Uh, okay, hold on. I will vamp while I get these monies in orders. And you could also make the argument that Lundell is definitely in the conversation for the Calder. Well, Lundell is on an ELC, so he's making 925K. Uh, Marchment, we already said, he's making 800K UFA this coming season. And Reinhardt is making six and a half. (laughs) So all the money in that line is Sam Reinhardt. Yeah, pretty much. First line, play, play that line, that line costs a, a roughly about 6.7 mil. And that line costs one of it is Sam Reinhardt. That line costs exactly one first liner. Oh my God. Right. It, it, co- it costs uh, Ekblad, right? Or Barclay? It costs or... one Ekblad. <laughs> yes, exactly. Your third line is worth one Ekblad. Which is, by the way, a new NFT. It's, a, it's called the Ek- I Ekblad have three coin. Um, <laughs> I have three Ekblads. Excuse um, me, kind sir. Would you please buy one Ekblad for these three doubloons? <laughs> what are you trading in? Pirate times? Cor- correct. <laughs> okay. That is correct. Um, all right. <laughs> Moving... <laughs> Moving to the second line, this one also baffling. Um, Jordan Greenway, Joel Erickson, uh, Eck, and Marcus Foligno. All three are tough players to play against. They'll battle for loose pucks, pressure for turnovers, and drive right to the net front. Both Erickson, Eck, and Foligno rate in the top 50 skaters in the inner slot with uh, uh, shots per 60 at five on five. Um, and that's not even to go into their just actual, you know, face stats where they generate a high rate of shots and quality looks and have converted at a ridiculous rate of 6.93 goals per 60 shots. My God. I'd like to report a murder. Yeah, I would also like to report a murder. (laughs) So Felino, 27 points, Erickson Eck, 23, and Greenway at 13. And Greenway just got a massive payday, by the way. Yeah, Greenway just got paid. You can go check that on the Instagram there at OTPP Pod. I don't like it. I mean, they just keep getting more ridiculous. And the worst part is, is we're not even to the first line. Like that fourth line started ridiculous. Yeah. And it's just gotten more insane. As this I feel like honestly, really grasped how ridiculous that fourth line was. I don't think we've grasped how ridiculous the third line was. Yeah, no, I think we did. I mean, true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's. Oh, I'm looking at the first line, and I'm just wow. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Might as well just talk about it. <clears throat> Here we go. The f- best first line in the NHL. Johnny Gaudreau, Elias Lindholm, Matthew Kachuk. What the hell? 
not yes. surprising at all. Um, so flames. no, no line has played as much time together this season. They uh, are approximately at 478 five on five minutes together. Um, oh, uh, here we go. Uh, no one brings it into the offensive zone more than the league leader, Johnny Gaudreau, who stands at the top 25 controlled entries per 60 and the best 21.9 carry-ins per 60. You're not getting the puck off of his stick when he's transitioning into the zone, which means good things for his buddy Kachuk, who has a 3.65 inner slot shot per 60, which means if he's shooting from the slot, he scores almost four times per 60 shots. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. And it gets, it gets better. The line outscores its opponents 31 to eight at five on five. And those results have a 79 and a half percent goal share and a 69.7% expected goal rate. <sighs> who, was, who was the third on that? It was Goudreau, Kachuk, and who? Goudreau, Kachuk, and Elias Lindholm. He's their center. Okay, so to no one's surprise, they are the top three point getters on the Calgary Flames. Uh, number one is Mr. Johnny Hockey with 52 points in 40 games played. Right. Felt it was necessary to, to throw out there. Matthew Kachuk, 44 points in 40 games played. Elias Lindholm. 34 points in 40 games played. Jesus. That is a ridiculous amount of points. That's a stupid amount of points. That, now that's a, that is a dumb amount of points. That as is dumb as Florida's payment structure. What the two, hell? Two guys on their con and their contract years. Are that is true. Those? This line might not be a thing in the year 2022-2023, but we do not know. As of right now, they are considered the number one line in the NHL, and I think that comes as no surprise to anybody. All right, guys, no, unless not. you guys have any other NHL news, that'll wrap it up. I actually saw a tweet that I wanted your opinion on, but I can't find it anymore. And you just sent me the, the Lundquist thing. Well, yeah, I wanted you to. Well, I think you'll appreciate that one. Well, uh, um, I got something to mention that uh, by the time we start our next podcast, we'll be having uh, Olympic hockey. And so uh, go Team USA. Oh, hell Olympics. yeah. Hell yeah. Go uh, Team USA. Go Team Bing, USA. White and blue, baby. Bing, any update on them killer bees? Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. The killer bees begin their season tomorrow evening at 10 20 p.m. Oh. Or I will be I will be on the uh, I guess it's they still call it the ice I don't know why it's it's not ice but either way um, I will be on the ice uh, hopefully we have a little bit of a better performance I'd like to be on the stat sheet um, didn't didn't get to be on the stat sheet I did have some important block shots though and I did see every single penalty kill so you know go me um, you gotta do it didn't it didn't touch the ice at all on the power play they were like you want to know what no mm, no no we're gonna keep you there because you know what i'm good at and i'll say it again i can get in the way effectively thus the block shots so that's that's yeah we start excited for the next week's update Um, yeah it's it's coming tomorrow wednesday um so stay tuned on the instagram and while you're at it, go ahead and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at OTPP Pod. While you are on those uh, social medias, 
go ahead and hit those links in the bios and go check out our merch store. We got everything you're going to need for the cold winter months. We got mugs. We got sweatshirts. We got hats. We got masks for when you attend NHL games and hell get where to, I don't know, whatever, whatever boats your float, go ahead and go buy some stuff from the merch store. As always, thank you so much for listening. I, I, I have breaking moves. Okay. Move. Moose. Breaking moves. The, the, the moose is loose. The moose is loose. Here is the reported list of competitors in the fast skater competition. Oh, Ooh. it's happening. It's happening. Ah! We'll start. We'll, we'll go alphabetically in, ter- in, in order of team. Kale McCarr. Okay, that makes sense. It's the list. It's how it's listed out. Oh, okay. uh, I, I, I can't English. Dylan Larkin. Can I? Dylan Larkin. Is he in that fast? I oh, he yeah. won the competition he, he like three years ago. Yeah, that was three before years ago. McDavid. That was before McDavid. McHasis. Speaking of, oh uh, yeah, McJesus, there he is. Oh okay, Adrian Kempe. Okay, ooh, interesting, fascinating. My boy Chris Kreider. Crides, he still got some pep in his step. By, by the way, that that brings me to a text that you had, you sent me, Brian, Uh-oh. about right. the Revo chasing Kreider in that video. Oh, that video is. And so you funny. saying Kreider wasn't that fast, isn't that fast, which shows how slow Reeves is. Kreider He's... puts up a fight in this competition. I mean, he might, but he's not as fast as he once was. No, and Reeves is very slow. And Reeves is also slow as dirt, so, so there's that. <laughs> Who else? Jordan Jordan Cairo. Nice. I like Ooh, that. Ooh, I like he's, that. He's Kenny quick. Kuznetsov. Kuz. Okay. And Kyle Connor. Kyle Connor? Yeah, that's a fast. Isn't he a bigger fella? I think so. Yeah, he's pretty, like, he's under six foot. Oh, okay. I should know. I, I GM'd him. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't you re-sign him, too? <laughs> I don't pay like attention. Retook the league lead in goals with a 30-second goal tonight. Oh, yeah. Crides is back on top. Well, as I was saying, thank you so much for listening to On the Power Play, and we out!